Fierce Women Writing is a partner of We Need Diverse Books, a nonprofit that advocates for diversity in children's and young adult publishing at every level. They have many programs that support this mission, including grants, mentorships, and retreats for writers, classroom book giveaways, an app for diverse book recommendations, and others. Learn how you can help them put more books featuring diverse characters into the hands of all children at weneeddiversebooks.org. Welcome to Fierce Women Writing, where female voices are elevated, creativity is ignited, and writers are inspired. Hey there, Fierce Writers. Today's guest is Tashi Buyan. Tashi Buyan is a Bangladeshi-American writer based in New York City. She recently graduated from St. John's University with a bachelor's degree in public relations and hopes to change the world one book at a time. Her debut novel, Counting Down With You, is out now. Here's Tashi Buyan reading from Counting Down With You. Hi, I'm Tashi, and so I'm reading a little excerpt from Counting Down With You, and this is around like, I want to say like one third into the book. But it's Karina talking to her friends after Ace Clyde, who's the bad boy of her high school, ropes her into a fake dating facade. You're pretending to date Ace Clyde, Cora says in disbelief, her fork halfway to her mouth, in exchange for books? Nandini looks between us. Is this all a dream? Maybe we're an inception? I can't believe this is happening, Cora says, shaking her head. Who are you? Are you Karina's wilder, identical twin? Shut up, I say, dropping my head to the table. Telling them about it is making the situation far too real. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I don't know why I said yes. Why do I ever agree to anything? Because you're too nice, Nandini says, patting my cheek. You should have just told him to go fuck himself. I don't care if it means his dad knows he's being tutor. Babe, you're such an anxious mess right now. I don't bother asking how she knows that. I keep bouncing my leg and biting my nails, which is the sure sign as any that there's an uncomfortable weight pressing against my lungs, making me want to roll over and die. Don't say that, Cora says. Ace is hot and he's offering to buy her books. That's like perfect for Karina. Yeah, but in case you happen to forget, Karina's parents are batshit, Nandini says. And if they find out about this, it doesn't matter how hot Ace is because they're going to kill her. Kill me first, I beg hopelessly. At least it'll be quick. See, this is why she should have told Ace to go fuck himself, Nandini says, running a soothing hand down my back. They've both been around my parents enough to know how strict they are. Every time Nandini and Cora are over, my parents grill them about their future prospects and their grades and just anything and everything no high schooler ever wants to talk about. Her parents aren't going to find out, Cora says, rolling her eyes as she stabs another piece of lettuce. Who's going to tell them? You? Me? Ace? Karina herself? I wouldn't put it past any of them, I mutter. When someone takes a seat beside me, I don't have to turn my head to know it's Ace because both Nandini and Cora fall silent. What now? I ask, sitting up straight to look at him. My heart is flipping uncertainly, but I can't keep, but I manage to keep my expression mild. Ace's countenance is cooler than I'm used to, but it's not entirely standoffish. Nothing. I just wanted to sit with you. You wanted to sit with me. This nightmare never ends. I'm going to die. Death by Ace being ace so that's the excerpt and it's very chaotic as you can clearly tell (laughs) thank you so much for reading that for us tashi welcome to the show thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here tashi what are the ideal conditions for you to write 
I am a complete night owl. Like I will be up at like 2am writing. I think like I really like when it's like I have some solitude, there's no one around to disturb me. Like I'm just vibing. It's just me and my laptop. I always like I always have like a playlist playing. Like I know some people prefer to write in like complete silence. But I have a playlist for every book that I write because I need to get into like the emotions and the mood. And sometimes like the songs does don't even have to fit the book itself. It just has to be like the vibe. But yeah, I think once I'm like, by myself I have some music going and I'm like completely focused that's like the perfect writing environment for me I'm like I feel like it also helps like having people to hold me accountable like if I'm like sprinting with a friend or something like we both just sit there and write in silence but like we both know like we're writing so we have to do it we can't just like slack off and like go on Instagram or Twitter or like whatever (laughs) how do you nurture your creativity I think by consuming content, I think like the only way for me to like continue to be a storyteller is to buy is by like, watching other people do storytelling. So whether that's reading other books, whether that's watching TV shows, whether that's listening to music, like I listen to um, when I listen to Folklore by Taylor Swift for the first time, like I literally was like, I want to write a book. Because like, it's like when you see other people making stories out of their content, I feel like it inspires you to like make your own stories. So I feel like consuming stuff like that keeps my like well filled and like make sure that I'm like constantly inspired and like excited to write. What's your best writing tip? Hmm, I think my best writing tip is probably to focus on yourself because I think it's really easy to get caught up and be like, oh, like this person already did that or this person did this or I can't write as well as this person. But I think like writing is such a solitary thing that like you need to focus on your own journey and work on bettering yourself and try not to like compare yourself to other people. What about editing and revising tips? So... I think for editing and revising, what I do is I usually keep like a bullet point list of like everything I need to revise and edit. So if I get like a whole edit letter, which is like 10 pages, I'll go through the entire edit letter and I'll just make bullet points, like summing up like the general ideas of what I have to change. And then I'll keep that in front of me as I'm revising. So every chapter, I'll look back at the bullet point list and it's not as overwhelming as having to reread the edit letter every time. So I think like Mm. having that like little consistent small thing that keeps like all the ideas in the back of your head is very helpful. What do you do when you're trying to overcome a block? Honestly, I feel like when I'm in a block, it usually means the story isn't working. So I like take a step back and I'm like, is this like, is this the right story to be writing right now? Because sometimes I think it's a matter of I'm not ready to write the story. Like I as a writer, I haven't leveled up enough. Or I had like, I messed up something in the outline or something like something is not clicking right. And it's like something in the past. Like it's not like me right now. So usually I try to go back and look at everything that led up to that point and see like if it's something that's fixable in this current moment in time. And if it's not, then I usually just take a break from the project, consume a lot of media and see if I can go back to it. And if not, then I like put it on hiatus and try to start another project. What would you say is your biggest writing challenge right now? My biggest writing challenge, I think, is trying to tell new stories while keeping the same themes. Because I think that I want to be a writer that has the same themes throughout all of her books and all of her career. But I also don't want to become too repetitive while I'm writing those stories. And I think that can be hard because sometimes, like, 
there's only so many character journeys that relate to certain themes, I think. And so it's constantly pushing me to be more innovative, I think, which is good because I think that's what challenges are for. But like, it's definitely like in the moment, it's always very frustrating to be like, I don't know how to make this different from the last one. Tell me about the relationship between your physical and mental health and your writing. In terms of my mental health, I do have depression and anxiety, but I feel that I channel those into my writing because in my books, like in Kind of With You, Karina has anxiety. And in my second book that comes out in 2022, which is as of yet unannounced, um, the main character has depression. So I think that I kind of take those parts of myself and try to put it into the book in a way that allows other people to feel seen. And at, I like, I feel like, you know, like those kind of things do make it hard to write sometimes. But at the end of the day, like I value my career and this is like my dream. So I know that it's worth it for me to like get out of bed every day and make myself do this, even if it's for like 20 minutes or something. So I think like having that constant like end goal in sight makes it achievable. What are your thoughts on writing as activism? I think it's so important. I think like there's there's so many stories that we haven't heard yet because before publishing wasn't as open to marginalized stories. And so I think that writing is such a powerful tool, especially for people who can't act out yet, like especially teenagers who are young and don't have the means to kind of fight back and do a lot of things the same way that adults might have, like they don't have the same opportunities. So I think that especially with YA books, like having teenagers read stories like that and feel the revolution inside of them is so important and really is like a call to action that allows them to feel like they're doing something and being a part of something, even if they can't physically be a part of it yet. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with publishing your work? The publishing journey has been honestly so wild. Um, I'm only 22 years old right now. So like, I don't think I ever thought I would actually have a book deal at this age. Like, it's always been like a dream of mine, like growing up, I was like, Oh, yeah, like, I want to be an author. But I don't feel like I seriously thought it would happen in this lifetime, much less this early in my life. And so in in terms of publishing, like I, I got my agent really fast, which is very unusual in retrospect, but I got an agent offer on Kind Down With You within 10 days, which was honestly like, I have no idea how. Wow. I know it's, it's truly, I have no clue how it happened. It was like, it was during my junior year of college. And I was like taking like six classes. I was interning like three days a week. Like I was going to all these social things. And like somehow, I, I just don't know. <laughs> wow. I guess there was the right time, the right place type of thing. I don't know. Right story, I guess. But I got an agent offer in 10 days, which was crazy. And then we went out on submission to editors. And then again, like I have no idea how this happened, but we got a book deal in 16 days. Wow. And I was kind of like, oh my God. And I feel like because it all happened so fast, like to this day, it doesn't really feel like it really happened. Yeah. I'm kind of like, are we sure? Like, are, am I being punked? Like, is Ashton Kutcher going to jump out on you? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Um, so because of that, like, I feel like my journey to get the book published was very, very unusual and feels very surreal and just like wild. But like the actual publishing part has been so like, rewarding and satisfying like having people who have read like early versions of the book and stuff be like oh like I felt so seen by this like all of that and like being able to hold my book physically for the first time like 
that is wild and I can't even imagine in May like when I can go into bookstores and like actually see it on the shelves like I think I'm probably gonna pass away and that's okay you know (laughs) I would have lived a fulfilling life at that point so it's okay um but yeah like the publishing journey itself has been like wild fast and like so so like something I'm so grateful for did you write both of the books while you were in college yeah yeah wow um yeah (laughs) Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so like I said before, like when I worked hanging out with you, I was taking six classes a week. Like I was interning three days a week. I was like doing all kinds of stuff. And like I love writing. Like I've always loved writing. I wrote like fan fiction all through high school, like as any teenager does. Um, And like honestly, high school was harder than college if I'm being honest. So I'm like, if I could do that in high school, surely I should be able to do this in college. But I think that it was a matter of like being really efficient with my time because I didn't have a lot of time. I had a lot of things to do. I had homework, I had classes, I had internships, I had social obligations, etc. So I think I had to like be very focused on knowing that this is what I wanted. So I would get to my internship like an hour early, sit in the Starbucks across the street and like write for an hour. Or I would write during my lunch hour break. During classes, like if I had an hour in between classes, I would sit down in the cafeteria and I would write. If I had, if I finished my homework early, I would write. If I didn't write for the day and I knew I wanted to write a scene really badly, I would stay up later and only get like two or three hours of sleep. Like, I feel like it was just very, (laughs) it was very much a grind, but it was very much like worth it to me because I like, I know a lot of people like find like writing to be hard and I think it is hard, obviously, but I think that when I'm writing, like that's probably one of the happiest like that's some of the happiest that I feel ever so I feel like writing gives me that serotonin boost and makes me feel good like I love like being able to write and like I do this thing where like whenever I'm writing I'll always share like snippets and stuff with my friends and like the way that it always makes me so happy when they're like oh my god Tashi this is so good like blah 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 blah. or like Tashi I'm gonna kill you like why would you write that (laughs) like whatever it is (laughs) um felt so good and so I feel like I was just like, I have to do this. Like, it was so funny because I was like, I have like, I was getting straight A's every semester. And I was like, I'm writing this book, but I cannot mess up my GPA right now. Like, I've never not gotten an A. This is not the time. Thankfully, that semester I did get all A's. So we're good. We're safe. (laughs) Wow, that's so impressive. Honestly, I don't know how I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Who are one or two other women writers or creators we should be aware of right now? Um, oh my god. So Chloe Gong, who's the author of These Balance of Lights, is the most incredible person ever. She's also um 22 years old and she's in college right now. And like we met when I saw her book deal announcement. This was before I even wrote Counting Down with you, but I saw her book deal announcement and I thought her book idea was so cool. And like we became friends really fast. And like her books are so good. Like her her book, These Minds Lights, is a Romeo and Juliet retelling set in Shanghai in the 1920s, which is mm. just like such a badass pitch. Like, oh my God. But so she's an incredible writer. I feel like I am constantly learning from her, especially because she published like a few months earlier than I did. She published last year. So I feel like I'm always yeah. learning from her. And she's always like, so like, I think what's a good, amazing thing about the writing community is everyone's always willing to pass down the ladder and like to help you and to lift you up. And I feel like Chloe's such a good example of that. So I really admire Chloe. I also, I'm a huge fan of Madeline Miller, who wrote the song of Achilles and Circe. She 
her writing, like I, like when I read the song of Achilles in high school, it was like, it blew my mind. And like, at that point, I think like in high school, like I wasn't reading as much because I was like really busy. And when I read the song of Achilles, I was like, oh my God, I just remembered why I love books so much again. Like this is the most incredible thing ever. And I think the way like, I think she said it took her like seven years to write Circe after that. And that's like so like wild to me because I'm like, imagine how much brain power that took. Like, that's so cool. Like, she must have done so much research and all that. Like, I just really think she's like the coolest person. Um, But yeah, I feel like I really admire Madeline Miller. And where can listeners find you online? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, etc. All at Tashi Puyan. Like that's just my name, just Tashi Puyan. Um, and I'm always clowning on all of those social platforms. So. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for our writing prompt. Remember, the important part is keeping your pen moving. You can always edit later. Right now, we just want to write something new and see what happens. Here's Tashi with your prompt. Yeah, so I was thinking to look back on one of your favorite childhood medias and think about what about it you love so much, whether it was like a character, a ship, a trope, like the setting, and to kind of write your own version of that. I thought that would be fun. Tashi Buyan has such great energy. I love talking to her this week. It's amazing to me that she wrote two novels while she was in college. I don't think I ever could have done that. But that's okay, isn't it? We don't all have to produce or be inspired at the same pace. That's the beauty of expressing our own creativity, that it's ours. And our job is just to honor what's ours. I'm going to be giving away an advanced copy of Tashi Buyan's Counting Down With You this week on my Instagram. Watch my post for a chance to win. I'm Sarah Gallagher, and this is Fierce Woman Writing. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, keep writing. Become a supporting member of the podcast with a monthly contribution at FierceWomenWriting.com. Get more writing prompts and engage with other writers on our Instagram page at Fierce Women Writing. Remember, women is spelled with an X. You can also help us reach more writers by sharing this episode with a friend and subscribing, downloading, and reviewing the podcast. Thank you for listening. If I can